the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Maxine gets dumber by the day. Yeah, did you hear what Maxine Waters said to protesters in Minneapolis over the weekend? None of what she said is surprising. It's just amazing that she would be dumb enough to say it without knowing that, she'd be, that she could be accused of inciting a riot. Listen. Yes, I would like to see the bill in Congress pass on police reform, but I know that the right wing, the racists, are opposed to it, and I don't know what's going to happen to it, but I know this, we've got to stay in the street, and we've got to, we've got to demand justice. As a black man, despite all of the efforts... I feel like nothing changes. And George Floyd is waking so many people up. Yet nothing has happened just you know, despite the rhetoric. Like what what needs to happen that's different this year well, than all the years we're before? We're looking for a guilty verdict. We're looking for a guilty verdict and we're looking to see if all of the fault that took place and has been taking place after they saw what happened to George Floyd. If nothing does not happen, then we know uh, that we've got to not only stay in the street, but we've got to fight for justice. But I am very hopeful, and I hope uh, that we're going to get a verdict that is say guilty, guilty, guilty. And if we don't, we, got, we cannot go away. And not just manslaughter, right? I mean... Oh, no, not manslaughter. No, no, no. This is, this is guilty. Murder. I don't know whether it's in the first degree, but as far as I'm concerned, it's first degree. Mr. Congressman, what happens if we do not get, get what you just told? What should the people do? What should protesters on the street do? I didn't hear you. What happens? What should protesters do? Well, we, we got to stay on the street. Uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they, they know that we need business. Well, the trial wrapped up. Uh, the jury just uh, was, uh, in the last few minutes, they were being uh, read their instructions. I think they actually officially have it now. But uh, Maxine wants to skip all that. She wants a guilty, guilty, guilty verdict, and not for anything as uh, trivial as manslaughter. She wants murder. Uh, they should have just not had the trial and had Maxine come in, ask her what she thought, say guilty, slam the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 uh, yeah, the, <laughs> The gavel, I couldn't think of the word. Slam the gavel. Mike, Mike said that in my ear. Uh, slam the gavel down and say guilty. Anyway, the trial is wrapping up, and we're going to talk to a former state and federal prosecutor who said before it started that Derek Chauvin could never get a free trial in Minneapolis. Stick around. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. That offers valid through 63021. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. When was the last time you watched your home movies? Do you have a VCR anymore? What about a film projector? 
With technology constantly changing, most families don't have a way to enjoy their recorded memories, trapped on VHS, camcorder tapes, film reels, and photos. That's why we created Legacy Box over a decade ago. Legacy Box is an affordable mailed-in kit to have your aging media digitized to DVD, thumb drive, or the cloud. Our trained technicians digitize everything by hand right here in the U.S. Imagine being able to easily relive weddings, graduations, baby's first steps, and more. Get started future-proofing your memories today so you can gather the whole family together and begin the trip down memory lane. Plus, for a limited time, we're offering 40% off. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get an exclusive 40% off. Buy today to take advantage of this incredible offer and send in when you're ready. Go to LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to save 40% off. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow Foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. This is John Steigerwald. Visit MyPillow.com for deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the new My Slippers. Click the radio listener square and enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087. Remember, use that promo code STAG. Few moments bring you joy like opening your inbox after you've done your taxes, clicking the subject line, and reading that one email you've been waiting for so... What? Someone already filed my return? During tax season, your personal info, like your name or social security number, is all right there on your tax forms, possibly getting emailed and shared more than usual. And that could leave you exposed to identity thieves. Good thing LifeLock monitors your personal info, alerts you to possible suspicious activity, and if you become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock helps you keep what's yours. Join today and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code SMART. That's promo code SMART for 25% off at LifeLock.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, I, uh, I couldn't think of the word gavel for some reason. And I actually have a gavel sitting right next to me every day here. I found it in a, an antique store, and I bought it a long time ago. And I finally got a chance to use it. I just did. Anyway, uh, Maxine Waters was in the streets of Minneapolis over the weekend, uh, you probably heard, saying she demands a guilty verdict. We played you that bite just before the break, uh, which isn't the way this is supposed to work. Uh, Several weeks ago, before the trial started, we had George Perry, a former state and federal prosecutor on the show. He said he didn't think Chauvin could get a fair trial in Minneapolis. And George is back again. Thanks for being here. Coming on again. Nice to be with you. So I guess the question is, uh, did he get a fair trial? Or, or do you still doubt that this jury can be unbiased no matter what went on in the last uh, couple of weeks? You said it would be a kangaroo court, I think. Yeah, yeah. Look, the judge the judge has done a good job. I, I'll hand him that. But he should have granted a change of venue out of Hennepin County, and he did not mm-hmm. do that. And as long as this case is in the in Minneapolis, Hennepin County, there is no way in the world that Chauvin is going to get a fair trial and that this is going to be a fair verdict rendered by a fair, impartial, and unintimidated jury. <clears throat> in jury selection, it came out that a majority of the people who were seated on the jury already had a negative view of Chauvin, had preconceptions about what he was alleged to have done. And therefore, the defense started off at a, at a real deficit in terms of the burden that it had to meet, because basically they had to talk a majority of the jury out of what they already believed about the case. <clears throat> On top of that, you have a huge intimidation factor 
not only from the standpoint of the potential for rioting, because Minneapolis is an armed camp right now, and it's primed to explode if there's anything short of a murder conviction in this case. Uh, and that Maxine Waters didn't need to go take to the streets. It, that was already the prevailing atmosphere in Minneapolis. Um, but not only must the jury be concerned about potential rioting and property damage and all the rest, they've got to be concerned about their own personal safety if they vote the wrong way. And any juror who votes for acquittal could be in for very serious, you know, very serious personal consequences. <clears throat> the jury is supposedly protected by anonymity. The court is, you know, embargoed their identities, but that's very easily pierced. And uh, I think uh, anybody with a brain in his head who's on that jury has got to be intensely concerned about his or her personal safety if they vote the wrong way in this case. Now, when you say that there's no way that they could get a that he could get a fair trial from this from a jury in Hennepin County. Mm-hmm. Uh, could the could the prosecution make the same argument and say because they're going to feel? Uh, uh, I mean, I, the prosecution wouldn't make that argument because they didn't. They they they're happy to have it there. But um, could you yeah. make the argument that they could be intimidated the other way to to come? You know that that they that they're afraid to uh, to to rule in either direction. You know. No, I don't. I don't see how that how that would even be a, remotely a concern. I mean, the police aren't going to riot. Um, no. The the support for these police officers in Minnesota, public support, has. I'm not aware of any, frankly. Um, the the news media have been against them. Uh, the all the public comment on the case has been against them, um, and so I don't think that uh, you know. The the uh, reaction, you know, any kind of negative reaction to to uh, a conviction um, would be forthcoming. I mean, I, I could see rioting by people in celebration of a conviction, mm-hmm. uh, much like we we've seen from time to time after different sports teams have won championships, people have taken to the streets. But uh, no, I don't. I don't see any danger of there being a police riot or a pro-police riot uh, if there were to be a conviction of Officer Chauvin. Now, I guess what I'm saying is that if if you think that the jury is affected by the fact that they live in the same place where the the trial is taking place, um, mm-hmm. it's 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 is it ever possible to get a fair trial for either side if that's the case? Well, once you get it outside of Hennepin County, which has been a war zone, I mean, yeah. I'm told by people out in Minnesota that they could go to any number of counties upstate, away from Hennepin County, away from the Twin Cities, where you could find a fair and impartial jury. Mm-hmm. I mean, every jury is going to come from the location where the trial is being held. Right. The question is, can you go to a location that isn't an armed camp, that isn't that hasn't already suffered billions of dollars in property loss and, and had rioting and threats of violence. Um, and frankly, and, and there, there are other factors as well, but if you can get out of, out of Hennepin County into one of these uh, far removed counties, <coughs> excuse me, I think you, you reduce uh, that level of concern. Keep in mind also that as the trial was starting, the city of Minneapolis settled with the Floyd family on the civil side for $27 million. And, of course, that didn't help the defense. And now there has been active rioting in the suburbs in this Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, which is 10 miles outside of uh, Minneapolis, where there was another police shooting. Yeah, well, uh, we lost uh, a little static there, and all of a sudden George was gone. I hope we can get him back. Um, 
Now, I was watching. Um, I watched a lot of the the trial today, the uh, the, the closing statements, and um, it, the uh, the defense seemed to make a lot of good arguments. But uh, George doesn't think that this jury is capable of coming up with a uh, an unbiased verdict based on the facts of the the case. Um, you know, I guess uh, we're about to find out how long is this. How long is the jury going to be out? I, I'm guessing. I'm going to ask George about this, but I'm I'm guessing that the longer it's out, the better for uh, Derek Chauvin. This. Uh... Hey, George. Sorry, we lost you there. Sorry about that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what happened. Uh, I guess I didn't pay my phone bill. Um, <laughs> so uh, um, again, like uh, you're you're a former state, and we're talking to George Perry. He's a former state and federal prosecutor. He practices law down in Philadelphia now, and you can find his uh, writings at the American Spectator. Um, if you are a prosecutor and you want to win a case, uh, you mm-hmm. want to win it on the facts of the case. I guess what I was trying to get at here is that if I'm a prosecutor, I want to know that I won the case because I won the case and not because the jury was a, was a it was a slam dunk before the thing started. Is he? Is he? Well, your your ethical obligation as a prosecutor is not to obtain convictions, but to see that justice is done. Mm-hmm. Which means you should be convinced that you have a solid factual and legal basis for the prosecution. Um, And frankly, there are so many serious issues concerning the cause of Mr. Floyd's death that I think that uh, an honest prosecutor would have to question whether or not this case should go forward. (laughs) Excuse me, but that, you know, that's water under the bridge. Yeah, that's like if I was a, if I was a prosecutor determined to go ahead with this case, I wouldn't care where I tried it as long as I could get a fair and impartial jury. But what you don't have in this case is a fair, impartial, and unintimidated jury. So, you know, I'm sure the, the prosecution team is delighted to try this case under those circumstances, but they shouldn't be. The uh, prosecution said, I think, uh, what I got from it today was, th- was that that Floyd wasn't resisting. He just couldn't comply with orders. He was not capable of complying. So there's a difference between that and resisting. D- uh, are you buying that? No. I mean, I've looked at the tapes, uh-huh. and uh, he was clearly resisting. And the th- the thing that strikes me is that as Floyd was resisting getting into the into the squad car, he wasn't hit or punched. He wasn't tased. They didn't use mace on him. They were trying to, as they were pushing and pulling, trying to get him into the car, and he's saying, I'm claustrophobic, I'll die in there. You've got one of the officers saying, well, we'll roll the window down on the car. We'll turn on the air conditioning. I mean, these were not brutal cops trying to, you know, d- abuse the guy they were arresting. And he wound up on the were... ground. Go ahead. You know, I was just going to say that they, if you anything, you could make a case that they were being uh, as gentle as they possibly could, if gentle is the right word, in a situation like that. They were yeah, trying look, not, they, not to be they, rough on him. Yeah, the guy sticks four and, and 230 pounds. Right. He's bigger than any one of those cops. They they were barely able to handle him. And he wound up on the ground because they're trying to get him into the squad car. He starts shouting, I want to go down. I want to go down. So they take him out of the car and they put him on the ground. And, you know, the, 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 the cause of death, which I've contended all along, <clears throat> the cause of death in this case uh, has nothing to do with positional asphyxiation, which, by the way, was a shift by the prosecution, because going into the case, the prosecution was saying, well, Chauvin knelt on Floyd's neck, and that cut off the flow of bloodborne oxygen to his brain. Well, they finally got off that, because there is no way in the world they could prove it. So then they bring in this, uh, this uh, physician who says, well, it was positional asphyxiation because they had him on his stomach, then he couldn't breathe properly, and that's what killed him. 
But again, the medical evidence doesn't support that. And frankly, as I've pointed out in, in the articles that I've written, what happened here was Floyd overdosed on fentanyl. And one of the, um, one of the consequences of overdosing on fentanyl is that it can cause pulmonary edema, which is fluid in the lungs. And at autopsy, they found that he had fluid in his lungs. His lungs weighed two to three times normal. And therefore, when he's shouting, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, he's shouting that while he's still upright and mobile. This is before he's on the ground. And the main point, which I didn't see the defense really hit that hard, was that when he began his, his breathing difficulty, that only helped put him into a, a state of what they called excited delirium, which can lead to sudden onset uh, cardiac arrest. And in fact, that's what the medical examiner found, that he had died from, from cardiac arrest. So this would be a relatively simple case. If I were defending it, I would have shortened the defense or, or the, the summation. I thought the, the defense counsel, by the way, have a lot of admiration for him. He has a lot of courage to go into that courtroom because they mm -hmm. had 17 lawyers working for the prosecution and all the resources of the state of Minnesota. And Eric Nelson, the defense lawyer, showed a lot of courage going into that courtroom. But I think today in summation, he spent a lot of time talking about stuff that if I was trying the case, I wouldn't have talked about. I would have gotten right down to causation and I would have hammered that home. And I did not see that in the summation, but I don't think the evidence or the law is what's going to determine this case. What's going to determine the case is the preconceptions of the jury concerning Chauvin and jury intimidation. Their concern about what's going to happen if we vote to acquit, the rioting that will result, and their personal safety. I think those are the real issues in the case. Um, the uh, the jury wasn't pros uh, um, sequestered, George. Uh, right. What are the chances that they haven't been exposed to what's been uh, going on about the trial? You know, outside the courtroom. Zero. <laughs> you know the judge. The judge can can give you an. They, the judge will give an instruction. I'm sure he's done it in this case because with every jury that's allowed to go home, they'll say the same thing. Don't read the newspapers. Don't watch television. If something about this trial comes on TV, turn it off. Yada yada yada. Okay, maybe they do that. Maybe they don't. But how about the fact that the National Guard is in Minneapolis? How about the fact that every day when that jury goes in and out of the courthouse, it's surrounded by concrete barriers, fencing, and razor wire? And that's true of various sections of the city where they have every police precinct has been fortified. Um, how about the fact that they've announced that the schools are closed this week in Minneapolis because of their concerns about what will happen if the wrong verdict comes out in the Chauvin case? All of those things, the jury's going to be aware of. So they know what's on the line. Mm -hmm. And this is a situation where the judge can issue whatever instructions he wants. He isn't going to make any difference at all. Hey, uh, George, I only have about a minute left. I, I, I bargained for 15 minutes with you. Uh, any chance mm -hmm. you could stick around through the break? Yeah, sure. Yeah, because I, I mean, I have a lot of stuff here I didn't get to. You're, you're, uh, you're doing a good job of getting to all the details here. Uh, I'll take a break okay. uh, in just a few seconds here. We'll come back and uh, we'll finish up here. But yeah, all right. Uh, I'm being told in my ear that uh, it's time to take a break. I appreciate you sticking around. We'll be right back with uh, former state and federal prosecutor George Perry with more on the George, uh, I'm sorry, the Derek Chauvin trial. Stick around.
With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Republicans are calling for House Speaker Pelosi to take action against California Democrat Maxine Waters for words they say may incite violence. Capitol Hill correspondent Bob Agnew reports. Waters stood with angry demonstrators Sunday in Brooklyn Center as they cursed police and chanted, no justice, no peace. Waters told the crowd at the nearby George Floyd trial fails to yield a verdict of guilty against former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. They should, quote, get more confrontational. In her words, we've got to make sure that they know that we mean business. Some GOP lawmakers say Waters should be expelled from Congress for inciting violence. Bob Agnew reporting. And in Minneapolis, closing arguments underway in the murder trial of former police officer Derek Chauvin in the death of George Floyd. The prosecution spoke first, the defense now presenting its final argument. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 126 points. This is SRN News. If you're a radio listener, one thing I'm certain of is that you're not tuning in to listen to me. So I'm sorry about the next 45 seconds. But we have specifically chose this station because we think we're similar and we love for you to see why our mortgage team might be a good fit for you or someone you care about. One, we've got a direct lender advantage. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. There's no middleman, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, an advantage that often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money. Two, our faith is a big deal to us, and we're open about that. If we seem like a fit for you, we'd love to talk. We or United Faith Mortgage. UnitedFaithMortgage.com. Nice. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to AnimalistConsumerAccess.org. Corporate Animalist number 1330. Ryan Rack, Animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Dr. Sebastian Gorka explains what we need in Washington. We need another non-politician in the White House. We don't need a decrepit machine politician from Delaware who doesn't know which day of the week it is, who's corrupt, whose son is a drug adult reprobate. We need Donald Trump back. America first with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before John Steigerwald at 5 on AM 1250. The answer. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Writing an estate plan is one thing. Having the experience to administer the estate is something else. At Abernathy and Hagerman, estate administration isn't a side job. It's what we do. You have the same goals we all do. To protect your assets, to minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love. How you get there, that's specific to you. So let's talk. Hagerman Law, legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got The Answer. We continue to look pretty solid on outbound 28 from Butler Street to the Highland Park Bridge. Congested also outbound 65, 19 up to the McKees Rocks Bridge. Not too bad on the Parkway East. It's a little slow outbound into the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. And on the Parkway West, minor delays as well inbound. Green Tree Road to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. McCandless Area and Accident, Duncan Avenue at Wallace Road. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. We'll see partly cloudy skies for tonight with a low of 43. Times of clouds and sun tomorrow. Tomorrow's high 60. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy. A bit of snow and rain at times with little to no accumulation. Low 38. Wednesday, we'll see considerable cloudiness. It will be breezy with a shower in spots. Expect a high Wednesday of 42. With your AccuWeather forecast, 
I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Former state and federal prosecutor George Perry, nice enough to stick around through the break. Uh, he's a uh, former state and federal prosecutor and also now practicing attorney in uh, Philadelphia. And you can find his uh, stuff at American Spectator, where uh, several weeks ago he said that uh, it was going to be a kangaroo court for uh, Derek Chauvin. And that uh, case has now gone to the jury. Um, i got to ask you, uh, George, again, thanks for sticking around. I, I, um, you're talking about some of the other medical experts who have been brought in by the prosecution. Uh, I've been involved in an in a, uh, auto accident. Uh, a lawsuit, not not not. I guess it's a lawsuit now. Uh, but you know, one of the things that involved in the case was going to uh, a doctor that was uh, provided by the insurance company for a second opinion <laughs> yes. on injuries. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. Yes. I didn't know anything about this. It's called an, an IME, an independent medical exam. And yeah. uh, I found out that you're not really going there be, as you normally do to a doctor who's that interested in your well-being. That doctor is paid for by the insurance company, and they don't hire people who are going to give them uh, um, uh, uh, responses that they don't like. So is that the same thing with the prosecution when they bring in medical experts? Yeah, yeah number one, in terms of the independent medical exam uh, that you're referring to, yeah, that's got to be one of the all-time misleading titles for what's going on. Yeah. Uh, an IME is is anything but an independent medical exam. Right. You're being examined by an expert who is being paid by the insurance company. And let me tell you, if he comes back with an opinion that is in your favor or documents or substantiates your claim of injury, he's not going to get any more business from the insurance company. <laughs> yeah, but right. So if, the same thing if, work if, with if, these people? Absolutely. With- Listen, I can hire an expert to say anything. Mm-hmm. I've cross-examined expert witnesses, guys, you know, with, you know, Ivy League degrees and Phi Beta Kappa keys and all the rest. <laughs> and you would be astonished at the bilge that they're willing to say under oath on a witness stand. Uh, just give them enough money and they'll say anything you want. And you saw a lot of that in this case. Um I mean, and, you know, the TV commentators were in love with all the prosecution experts, and I was just scratching my head at what they were saying. Um, Now, I thought that the defense counsel came prepared, and he did some very effective cross-examinations, but I think overall he missed the mark in terms of his cross-examinations of the experts because the, the key elements having to do with excited delirium, I think, stood on their own. And frankly, the this one expert they brought in, this, this Irish guy, Tobin, who said that this was a case of positional asphyxiation. I, you know, my jaw hit the floor when he said that, because that is just so wrong and so far out of left field that he was, he was basically, uh, uh, setting himself up just to be destroyed. That didn't happen, but I think that his expert opinion is highly questionable and certainly not supported by what was found by the autopsy surgeon, Dr. Baker, the Hennepin County Medical Examiner, who, by the way, I thought was basically supportive of the defense position that there was no evidence disclosed at autopsy that supported the idea that uh, Chauvin cut off the flow of oxygen to uh, Mr. Floyd's brain. So uh, you put Dr. Baker, who's the low-paid civil servant, to one side. (laughs) I thought all the other prosecution expert witnesses were, were a pretty disgraceful bunch. Well, here's what the here's what the autopsy from the Hennepin County Examiner showed. I think that's Baker you're, you're referring to. Yeah, it showed that yeah. quote uh, Floyd died of a heart attack that was triggered by lethal amounts of drugs in his system and stress from the police restraint. That seems pretty clear to me. Yeah. But my question is, how yeah. can there not be reasonable doubt if you have two doctors 
disagreeing right in front of you on what, how the guy died. That, that's doubt right there, and you're supposed to believe a doctor, but you got two doctors saying different things. Well, it, it comes down to this. If the jury wants to credit one expert's testimony over another, they can yeah. resolve the doubt that way. What's mm-hmm. interesting here is that Dr. Baker is the prosecution witness. And I might add, he is the only one of these experts who actually examined the body. Yeah. Everybody else is, you know, rendering these opinions. <clears throat> I mean, the, I, there, you don't have enough hours in the day for me to, to run through all of their testimony. But it was, it was really a perfect example of what you get if you pay enough money to enough experts. Yeah, like see, I said, I, they won't say Georgia- anything. I know about this only because I've 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 gone through a situation that uh, you know involved all this stuff uh, in the mm-hmm. last year or so. Uh, I would have never. I I, I always thought, hey, you know, uh, they've got a if they have a medical witness, and I, I and I heard about people getting you know a doctor to get a second opinion on an injury claim in a in a car accident. I just assumed that yeah. it was a doctor giving a doctor's opinion. But most ninety nine percent of the people out there have no idea that that goes on. I don't think they do. Well, I tell you, it's uh, it, you got to see it to believe it. But I've had fifty years of watching it up close, and uh-huh. um, you know, I don't put a lot of stock by what most experts have to say. When I hear expert witness, I just kind of turn my brain off because uh-huh. you know I I have learned that. This is the least reliable form of testimony you can get. Now, some experts, if they can explain in a common sense fashion why they have concluded what they've concluded, that's one thing. But the reason that you allow expert testimony is because it's supposed to be coming from someone who has knowledge that is not available to the average layperson, and therefore they they are allowed to offer their opinion, even though they may have had no direct involvement with the patient or the decedent. Um, and so, well, well, you go ahead. No, I was going to ask you: would would you would it be uh, okay for the defense attorney to point out to the jury that just uh, make sure you understand that these all these witnesses you just heard uh, giving medical opinions were paid to do it. Is that is that well, okay to he, point I that think out? He, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, and I believe. Again, I didn't watch all of the trial, but I'm told that on the cross examination of these experts, he did get into their compensation. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see that. Okay. And how much and how much time they 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 spent on it. Um, and today, in his summation, defense counsel did point out that of all of the expert witnesses, prosecution expert witnesses, the only one who had had any direct contact with George Floyd was Dr. Baker, the, the medical examiner for Hennepin County, because uh-huh. that was an important point to bring out. Yeah, and uh, um, uh, to me it's a gigantic issue in the, in the case if I'm a juror. Uh, if mm-hmm. someone can convince me that the, that, the, um, uh, that the, the, the testimony from these so-called experts was influenced by the amount of money they were paid i mean it's a pretty big deal when you're talking about uh you know creating um uh guilt beyond a reasonable doubt or proving guilt without beyond i mean that's how how do you get around that well i mean the the standard answer you would get if you put the question directly to you know dr x (laughs) well dr x uh isn't it a fact that uh, you've been paid, you know, thirty thousand dollars for uh, ten minutes worth of work? Yeah, you know, and and Doctor X will say that doesn't affect uh, you know my opinion in this case, and here's why. Or you can say, well, Doctor X, you were paid a hundred thousand dollars, and you can come back and say, yes, but I was paid for my time. And I can document all of my time and show you the many hours I spent on this. I mean, this Dr. Tobin, for example, the Irish guy who said that it was positional asphyxiation, 
he spent 150 hours alone, according to his testimony, looking at the video evidence in the case. And he billed for every hour. And that was just part of it. So I don't know <laughs> what it is. What do you think he charges is. for an hour, George? Oh, well, I've seen I've seen some guys who charged up to two thousand an hour. So, um, oh, it's a pretty I good deal made, if you can oh, get yeah. it. Oh yeah, yeah. Listen, I've wasted my time as a lawyer. I should have become an expert witness, but I I didn't go to <laughs> medical school. Uh, I got a couple more things here. Um, if, just let's yeah. get uh, right down to it. Uh, is it a good sign for Chauvin if the uh, if the jury is out for a long time? Well, it's pretty. It, it, it was a fairly long trial and there's a lot of ground to cover. And, um, you know, I, I, I gave up a long time ago trying to figure out, yeah, yeah. you know, interpret jury deliberations and what a questions from the jury mean and, uh, what's going on in the jury room. I learned early on in my career that if you, if you try and anticipate or figure out what's going on in the jury room, that's a, a ticket to insanity. You'll just make yourself crazy. So which, I gave up which, on that a long time ago. Which charge has the best chance of sticking, do you think? Uh, I think it's the easiest charge would be the negligent homicide. Mm-hmm. That would be the easiest from the prosecution point of view. <laughs> If they, and and keep in mind that the other charges, and the defense counsel did address this in his summation, the other charges require some intent on the part of the defendant to actually harm Mr. Floyd. And defense counsel pointed out, well, look, all of these police officers, including the defendant, were wearing body cameras that were recording all of their actions. They were aware that there was civilian witnesses recording them <laughs> and you know they're doing all of this out in the open do you think that they would actually act intentionally to harm mr floyd that chauvin would actually intend to harm mr mr floyd knowing that what he was doing was being recorded which is a telling is, point and i think an important point is it possible to have a murder without intent not a murder, no, no. Yeah, well, I mean, you gotta, how do you prove you, that you gotta in have, this case? Well, you can always infer intent from the use of deadly force against a vital part, or use of force against a vital part of the human body. <clears throat> that's that's enough to get you in the into the realm of intentional killing. And uh, I think that the the more likely outcome or at least the easier burden for the prosecution is to just show that it was a negligent homicide, that that Chauvin may not have intended to kill Floyd, but his actions were reckless or he was negligent in the way he went about his, the task of subduing Floyd, and and as a result, Floyd died. So but the, the case really comes down, from my standpoint, to causation. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think causation is there. But as I say, under the circumstances with Minneapolis being an armed camp and jurors fearing for their own safety, I don't think the evidence or the law is really going to determine the outcome of this case. Better chance, if, if I were to ask you to bet, would you better chance of guilty, not guilty, or a mistrial? A better chance of guilty. Really? Very, of very something. remote chance of a, of of a hung jury. Very remote chance of a hung jury, but I think it's most likely. And again, I never predict what a jury's going to do because they're always surprising me. But I would be very surprised if Chauvin got off. And and isn't this an appeal waiting to happen because of all the things you just pointed out here in the last forty five minutes or so? <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean. Trust me, you don't want to be in, in the the position of having to appeal because, again, you don't know what an appellate court is going to do. And uh, they had a they had a voir dire, and they came up with a jury that said they could be fair. 
And I think that'll probably be enough to satisfy any appellate court on the big issue of whether or not there should have been a change of venue. So, hey George, I, um, I really appreciate you, you you coming on with us and uh, uh, okay. some great insight there, uh, uh, George Perry, uh, former state and federal prosecutor, um, and uh, we'll see what the verdict is. I I really appreciate it. Uh, people can find your stuff at American Spectator, correct? That's right, and I also have a blog, knowledgeisgood.net. That's all one word, knowledgeisgood.net. Knowledge is good. I like knowledge. I, 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 I appreciate <laughs> I you coming that. on and giving an, an increasing <laughs> mind a little bit. Okay, yeah, I borrowed that from Animal House. So, <laughs> so well, well, that's, not, that's a good source. Hey, George, I, yeah, I hope right. to have you on again sometime. I appreciate okay, it. Okay, John, nice talking with you. Okay. Thank bye you. Bye. Great stuff. Very good to have him on. Uh, are we out of time, Mike? Now let's go to break. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. This is John Steigerwald. Visit MyPillow.com for deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the new My Slippers. Click the radio listener square and enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087. Remember, use that promo code STAG. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. The reviews are amazing, as this is one product that actually works. With water, it breaks down the bonds of stains and odors, so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. It can be used in a carpet cleaning machine, and it's green, so it's safe for your family and pets. Genesis 950 is made in America. If you are tired of pet cleaners that don't work, it's time to buy Genesis 950. One gallon of industrial-strength Genesis 950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's great for bathrooms, kitchens, floors, upholstery, and grease stains. Consider Genesis 950 before purchasing new carpets. Genesis 950 has great customer service. Order one gallon direct at Genesis950.com to receive a free spray bottle, free shipping, and $10 coupon using code PETS. That's $10 coupon using code PETS. That's Genesis950.com. Discount only available at Genesis950.com. Genesis 950, much cheaper than replacing your carpets. It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain straining and bloating again and again. No way. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6 and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor today. You may be able to save on Linzess and make fewer trips to the pharmacy. See if you're eligible to pay as little as $30 for 90 days. Visit Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Sponsored by Abbey and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. If you're a radio listener, one thing I'm certain of is that you're not tuning in to listen to me. So I'm sorry about the next 45 seconds. But we have specifically chose this station because we think we're similar and we love for you to see why our mortgage team might be a good fit for you or someone you care about. One, we've got a direct lender advantage. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. There's no middleman, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. An advantage that often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money. Two, our faith is a big deal to us, and we're open about that. If we seem like a fit for you, we'd love to talk. We are United Faith Mortgage. 
UnitedFaithMortgage.com. Nice. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to AnimalistConsumerAccess.org. Corporate Animalist Number 1330. Ryan Rack, Animalist Number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Welcome back. And uh, again, thanks to uh, to George Perry. And uh, I think it's really important... Uh, item we brought up there, and I only, because of a personal experience I've had recently uh, with dealing with uh, an insurance company and, and uh, a car accident, um, I was not aware, when, when somebody said, uh, you know, the insurance company w- is going to have um, the, the, the plaintiff um, examined by uh, another doctor, I assumed, well, you know, it's going to be a doctor. That's fine. You're going to get, you know, the doctor's a doctor, and you're going to get a uh, a fair and honest opinion. And uh, then uh, reading up on it, I, I found out that what's called an independent medical exam is not, in the, it's not independent at all. Well, it may be independent, but it's not giving any, the, the opinion you're going to get is not independent of the fact that the person who's giving it was paid a good sum of money, uh, and their time doesn't come cheaply. You heard George say that the those medical examiners, uh, some of them charge a thousand dollars an hour. This guy claimed he worked 150 hours. The state doesn't care. The state, uh, you know, the state of Minnesota, they got all the money they need to to uh, pay these people. But if you're the defendant and you got to find somebody to go up against. The state's doctor, that could be a little bit of a problem it might, it caught, because you, you end up paying for that. Um, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens here, but um, I, I thought maybe George would say that a mistrial was a possibility, but he said, that's the one thing he said, absolutely no chance of a hung jury. I just thought that because of uh, the, the everything that George mentioned about about how dangerous it might be for everybody if there's not a not, not a guilty verdict that uh, some people would just and maybe look at the evidence and say I'm sorry I don't care how dangerous it is I'm not voting guilty but we'll see that's why they do it uh, but uh, it's in the hands of the jury now for Derek Chauvin thanks again to uh, George Perry and uh, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.